simply syndicated towers in the United Kingdom, and from our intrepid reporters throughout the United States, comes all the movie news that's fit to listen to. This is Simply Syndicated Movie News. Hello, welcome to another Simply Syndicated Movie News. I'm, I'm just going to start now because I've seen this before we started and I'm so excited now. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, he's so excited, everybody. I'm going to read this article to you from The Verge. Um, okay. Don't worry, I know this isn't taking a leave it, everybody. <laughs> I don't, worry. Say. <laughs> don't worry. Last year, Netflix got an un- unexpected hit with Stranger Things, a show that combined the influence of Stephen King and Steven Spielberg into one glorious retro 80s treat. Audiences apparently weren't the only ones that noticed because now Stephen King and Steven Spielberg heir apparent J.J. Uh, Abrams have announced a Hulu project with its own Stranger Things-esque vibe called Castle Rock. Oh, I've yes. Yeah, I've heard about it. The announcement came today via the Twitter account of Abrams' Bad Robot Productions with a mysterious handwritten card from the filmmaker asking, What is the hoax in the forest? A link to the teaser trailer was also included, a short clip that rattles off many of King's most famous novels and characters before revealing the names of both the author and Abrams, stylized in a font that would look very familiar to fans of Stranger Things. <laughs> it should be noted that Things lifted its own font from King's own books. making Well, this a specifically, bit of a, he, he taught, he, they lifted them from John Carpenter. <coughs> All right. Um, so... Castle Rock is actually, that's a place that turns up in many Stephen King novels. Um, is it? And mm. that are, uh, even if it, there are some books that are set there specifically, and even books that aren't set there are set nearby and sometimes mention the place. Yeah. I'd never caught that. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Shawshank Prison is near Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so many other places, the whole Stephen King universe. There is actually, and I, I hope they in some way release this and make it publicly, make it public one day. Stephen King apparently employs somebody to build and maintain the Stephen King encyclopedia of his universe so that he privately can keep up with his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got this, this database of place names, characters, dates, times, all this other stuff that he needs so that he doesn't trip over himself. And it's like, put that out. That's a website that I need to spend years <laughs> on. Um, please do that. Um, he so, employs this person. And yeah, that's someone's job. Like see, just Scott just, Sigler fans do that for him because that's fandom. <laughs> the, 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 the Siglopedia exists because of the, the passion of the fans. It's like he's being mugged if he's having to pay for it. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there are many things for, for Stephen King novels, but I think he needs this definitive sort of, I will pay a, a researcher who oh, truly right. does nothing other than make sure I haven't screwed up here. Mm. And it's that big a thing uh, in between tweeting about the president, which he does a lot. And I, <laughs> I do enjoy because he's a brilliant writer and very funny man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, what does he call his beast? His dog, Molly the the Hell Beast, or something like that. She's the cutest, <laughs> most adorable little thing, and he talks about her like she's a a, a bad thing in one of his novels. <laughs> so, I I clearly think I would get on with Stephen King. So that's <laughs> that's all good. So I'm excited. Castle yeah. Rock. 
sorry, I didn't say hello to anybody. I didn't do anything. I just got <laughs> right on there. Yeah. Just got excited because they're such good stories. And if people are given the chance to do them correctly, then they turn out really well. It's when people are rushed or limited in some way mm. or making it. It, it just, <laughs> you know, I'm looking forward to that movie as well. It won't be worse than the, the miniseries. It can't be. <laughs> so, you know, and and as many people claimed uh, complained about the the picture of the clown that of Pennywise that we'd seen, it's like no, that's pretty much more what he describes in the book than Tim Curry was. As scary mm. as Tim Curry really was, mm-hmm. the description in the book you read it, it's like that's not you're not describing Tim Curry there at mm. all. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't find that image particularly scary, but it's a still, and it, it'll all come down to the performance of whoever's playing it. Um, and there's enough of a look there that if that's performed correctly, that could scare the shit out of me. Um, I don't have a clown thing; I know that's different for everyone. Yeah. I don't find them particularly scary, but um, I'm really curious to see what they do with it. And obviously, they're going to be trying to live up to the film Clown which came uh-huh. out a couple of years ago, which is the best scary clown movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Um, it's, do you know anything about it? No. No. It's basically, so it obviously has a clown in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's basically a guy, he, I can't, he, he has to dress up. For, no, they got hired a clown for a, TV, uh, for a kid's party and he gets sick and lets him down at the last possible second. And this guy's the property developer. And he's like, shit, what am I going to do? And he goes into like this room of this house they're developing and he finds a clown outfit and he's like, ah, bollocks, why not? So he puts the suit on and goes and does the clown routine for his kid. He's like, oh, so good. And then when he comes to take the suit off, he can't. He tries a reciprocal saw. He tries a drill. (laughs) This suit will not come off. I have seen this. Sorry. Yes. (laughs) Now you've reminded me enough. I have seen it. Go on. Carry on. Carry on. Um, It basically... It genetically melds with him and he becomes this monstrous clown. And the suit, the, the effects are brilliant because the material of the suit starts to look a bit like snake scales. And uh-huh. it, basically the suit becomes his skin. And he, he's fighting it the whole time and like the nose grows on his nose. And he like, I don't know, I'm going to spoil it for people. I don't want to, if they haven't seen it, that will be spoilery. Um, but basically he, he just gets this urge to eat children and he's fighting it because he's a father and obviously he wants to protect his own son. So he does anything to stop himself from eating children. But obviously, you know, you go with your urges eventually. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. I was really impressed with that film. Mm. I remember enjoying it now. I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely... Where I, yeah, it's the not being able to get the costume off that triggered me there. Yes, there's <laughs> a really funny scene. Yeah. The guy taking I, a reciprocal sword to his own arm. It's like, God. <laughs> clearly need to watch this again then. I'm <laughs> produced by Eli Roth, so you know it's fucked up. Oh, of course. <laughs> that guy's worrying, isn't he? You know what I mean? I think he's a little worrying. Like, that's all he, in your head, mate. Okay. He gets such a bad rap in horror circles, and <clears throat> I, I understand why, but the thing I like about Eli Roth is he's just so passionate about the genre, and he has done good stuff. Um, 
there's missteps aftershocks not a good movie and uh, the green inferno got absolutely panned but i actually really enjoyed it um i'm on the fence with that i must admit hmm. um it is what it is. If I were to sit and say what was wrong with it, I, I'm struggling to think of specifics and I would lose immediately in an argument about it. So, <laughs> But I, it didn't stand out to me that much. Mm. But I don't know. At least I, I did see if something about him making that and he went into the jungle and found these people and worked with them and showed them movies for the first time and yeah. that sort of thing. So, you know, fair enough. Put the work in. And of course, you know, the Green Inferno is a reference to Cannibal Holocaust. Of course. Um, which, which was the movie he showed them in the jungle the first time they ever saw a movie. My they, God. They apparently laughed their way through it. <laughs> Good. That made the whole thing scarier for me. I, I, <laughs> you know. Um, they thought it was a comedy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like they're laughing at Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. Okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, he's just hostile as well. Directed hostile. Mm -hmm. Much maligned movie. Um, yeah. Right, <laughs> I didn't start on the T word again. I, I didn't like. I didn't like hostile because it was that. I haven't, and I'm going to ruin hostile now for everybody. So spoilers. <laughs> um, and even though you can't really, it's just one where everybody dies, and I don't like the ones where everybody dies. Not that, everybody dies. Does someone get away at the end of Foster? Yeah, the, the payoff's amazing at the end of that movie. That's what makes it a good movie. Is it the first one where he meets the guy in the bathroom? Yes. I've just really ruined Hostel for you, by the way, if you yeah, haven't yeah. seen that. Okay, then it was the other two that were bad, and three was the worst. Oh, that was dreadful. But I don't I'm think Eli Roth had anything to yeah, do with I'm, that. I'm going to say, I think he was long gone by the time they got <laughs> to uh, Hostel 3. It is not mentioned here on his uh, Wikipedia page. Um, so, yeah. He's got some great well. bits. Don't remember 2 enough. The end of 2 is fantastic. Oh, 2. Yeah, 2. That's the one with, uh, it's got a uh, thingy in it. The girl, woman, person. Because um, <laughs> girls instead of boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was, no, it was people I reckon. I'm looking for the name now. Why isn't the name on this? Am I remembering the, the wrong film? Can I, can I just say something for the record, though? Like, I, I, I know I come on and we, we seem to end up talking about horror a lot, but can I just say every time we start talking about horror, Rich starts it. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. It's entirely me. <laughs> Don't, you can't blame Boz for this. If anything, <laughs> you're just the thing that lets me get it out. <laughs> that's that's all so you even did it last week when i wasn't here yeah 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 but did. no it, it's me everybody by the way no one's ever said anything so don't worry that's you okay. know um, I, just, I don't want to be a one-trick pony that's all no people no one says anything we don't even get emails saying why doesn't rich just shut the fuck up anymore <laughs> we used to get a lot of those but not not so much anymore it's good you could flip the horror thing on this head if you'd like okay go ahead um, yeah, because I noticed some some sniffiness on last week's show about a certain film that came out, and I just happened to have seen. Um, I did go and see Fifty Shades of Grey, a shade darker. Okay. Oh or Fifty Shades Darker, I believe. I, you're not going to experience any less sniffiness this week, though, I don't think. <laughs> well, I, I live with someone who um, has read the source material, 
and doesn't hate it. And it's often with these books, a lot of what is being portrayed is thoughts in somebody's head. So the actors on screen have got to try and get these emotions across with a look or a glance or whatever. And I tell you what, the, the performances are great. Um, especially I said Dakota something. Dakota the, Johnson. Yeah. She's fantastic. I mean, I'll watch her do anything and I've just found out she's actually in an upcoming horror movie this year, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, I think it's actually the Suspiria remake and I'm like, yes, all in. <laughs> um, so we, I watched the first 50 shades when it came out and I was like, and it ends quite abruptly. And I was like, is that it? What? And I was a bit like everybody else. And then we watched it recently again to refresh before the next one came out. And um, my good lady wife filled in the blanks. You know, he's thinking this, she's thinking that, blah, blah, blah. I know it's a takeoff of Twilight, but it's, it's probably a bit better than Twilight, especially when it comes down to the performances. Well, you can't get much worse than Twilight. Well, yeah, exactly. Christian cardboard. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so we we're sort of watching it and I, I found myself chuckling along because the bits that are funny are funny and they're endearing to you and you sort of like her character and this whole sort of blanket it's misogynistic it's a woman hating book it's a woman hating series it's like I don't see that's the truth of it at it, all it's right the problem is the the problem that a lot of people have it especially people who are into this sort of thing in their own lives feel that it is so disconnected from what actually takes place what from the real life situation it's such fantasy and what is there uh, right, is okay. actually mm -hmm. not a, a sort of dominant submissive relationship but just outright abuse that the way he treats her not necessarily the individual things that he does to her sexually but the way he is with her and other things like that are just outright abusive but they're you, not you've probably seen the <laughs> meme on uh, on facebook of you know it's only sexy because he's a millionaire. If you lived in a trailer, it'd be a Criminal Minds episode. And that is perfectly true. You know, that is absolutely the case. And so it actually, the people who are into it are, are just massively offended by it because it portrays them in a way that they aren't. And it, 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 it frustrates me because I just think, look, if you, if you want to watch porn, there's some on the internet. There's fucking loads. I've said mm -hmm. this over and over again no the, see my argument's the other way there isn't enough yeah if, if you're going to make an 18 rated what? movie that, about that sort of thing don't spend so long trying to hide it all well the trouble is then you end up with it actually just being porn because the source material is <laughs> and then the difference is the porn people would probably do something better so yeah. it's because they know what they're doing um you know well let, let's go back to this whole because the, what you've just said about people in the life are offended by it i'm like i would really be interested to know how many of them have actually read the source material now i know they're not for what i've heard they're very badly written as far as you know actual structure and so on goes but the, the character that i've seen on these movies and i've had explained to me based on the books is yes some of it is like that to start with but it's actually a journey and it's where he goes and this whole dominant submissive relationship, actually the whole point of it is that that's being played with in that he doesn't really, he thinks he's one thing and he's something else from what I've seen. And I think a lot of people hear some information, read a news item, um, watch, watch a film out of context and then just jump on this big high horse liberal bandwagon. And I'm like, well, 
I mean, I'm not going to sit down and read the books, but I trust my wife's not going to lie to me about what's in them. And there's like in this, in this second movie, there is a whole section where he goes to see a psychiatrist with her. And the psychiatrist says, you think you're like this, you're actually like this. And that's a big part of the journey for some unknown reason. They've not put that in the movie and it should be there because all they're going to do is keep getting this kind of like backlash because it's not representing what the actual plot of the story is. So I'm kind of going to reserve judgment until I've seen the third movie to see where it ends up. But I think people are too sniffy about it. And the film is well made. It's well shot. It's well acted. It's well directed. And I can't, I can't odds that, you know, you know, and this is me horror fan, metalhead biker talking. If it was shit, I'd tell you it was shit. And I didn't think it was shit. I, I understand, but it's kind of like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a movie. And if you watched it and enjoyed it, there's, there's nothing else really to be said. I mean, there's certain, I can't argue with you and tell you you're wrong. You didn't enjoy it, Boz. Because that's bullshit. You can't do it. I'm waving some shit on Facebook. Um, I really am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the, the problem with it, this particular case is it's not enough of anything to be worth anybody's time, really. It's, it's porn for people that don't like porn. It's drama for people who don't like drama. It's just all these. It's a bit of a non-thing based around a book that, again appealed to a particular market yeah um and and so it's there's money to be made off it clearly and that's why the film exists for no other reason um but unless i don't know it's so not for me it's insane that you know there what is it that the fucking emoji movie is more appealing to me really (laughs) it's just so not for me because if i want any of the things that 50 shades of gray supplies i can go and get the the raw stuff whether that is just porn or anything else the other elements of the story because of course there is some semblance of it being some sort of story i would imagine but yeah i i haven't read it there will be a certain percentage of people who just hate it for what it is and have mm. never read it and have no intention of reading it. And that has always existed and always will. And is really no different to the Christians getting upset about life of Brian with yeah. Monty Python sitting there going, but it's not got Jesus in it at all. <laughs> it's not, it's about a man. It's called life of Brian. He's not Jesus, but it's, it's no, he's called Brian. And it's the same thing. I'm going to call him Brian. Yeah. 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 Like it's offensive to Jesus. It's not fucking in it. It's, <laughs> you know, so, and that's people I mean, who've not, who've just chosen to, I'm upset about this thing and I'm not going to watch it because I'm upset about it. And that's how they get. Yeah. Um, those people are twats. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> no so, way I'm, around it. The, the books, I, I agree with you. The books are probably porn for people who are far too upper class. I wouldn't read anything so filthy, but this is, socially acceptable now I'm going to read this thing it's probably a lot stronger in the book <clears throat> but what they've done with the movies is they're more a character piece it's about the plot <laughs> yeah um, and it, it says it comes up with an 18 certificate um, and it says very strong sex and every sex scene for that movie I was going well that was moderately strong sex that, that was that was nothing sex <laughs> I must admit having not seen either I kind of expect to not there not be boob in it is there boob yeah. There's boob, but that's it. Okay, there you go. You see, and well, there's boob just... and butts, and that's about all they show. Really. Yeah, 
You see, like, why, why do I need to watch this? What, <laughs> what am I to get out of it? I honestly don't know. And so there's always something else to watch. Well, the I, actual I was... writing in the bush is so bad that... <sighs> well, I was just I... a bit stunned watching this movie. There was a bit that happened. I laughed hard, harder than she did. She just looked at me grinning. I was like, what? That was genuinely funny. <laughs> so these little interplays between the characters. And I was just like, well, if I hated it, um, you know, I would have, it would have felt very long and I'd have been pissed off that I wasted my time watching it. And that happened more with the first one, but with the second one, because they're developing a storyline, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll watch the third one. Have you ever heard of Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> which actually deletes us into the next story, which I have. <laughs> go go which on is, then. Uh, okay. There is, you know that some people have said that the Beauty and the Beast story is a form of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Hmm. They've said that in the live action movie that comes out here in a few weeks, they're going to address this. Really? Okay. Interesting. <laughs> is that in one of the songs? No, probably not. But they're, they said there will be somehow they're going to uh, talk about it. I, they haven't given much light other than it will be addressed. Be our guest, be our guest, unless you stop to protest. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just well, at the end, she turns to camera and goes, I'm not mad, you know. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah, well, but they've, they've made Emma Watson's version of Belle a, a lot more headstrong than the, the character in the, cart- in the cartoon. So good. Uh, like I said, it, it will be addressed either by her or, the, or some other character. I'm actually looking forward to this one. I think it might be all right. And I'm, you know, I've never seen Emma Watson not being Hermione. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy have. to watch this. Uh, I've seen her in a couple of things so far where she's not Hermione and she's brilliant. So what was that teen one they did? Was that, um, uh, 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 uh confessions of a, a wallflower. That was, um, yeah, I love that film. I absolutely okay. love that. I was like, that is my life. <laughs> because it took place in the same year that I graduated from high school and it took place in the city that I went to for college. I'm like, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma Watson does this beautiful, beautiful American accent. I mean, it's flawless. You can't tell. Really? Yeah. Emma Watson name. Cause I've called her Emily Watson and that's an entirely different. Actress. Emily Watson is a completely different actress. Yes. Yes. Do I mean Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Emma yes. Watson. Emily Watson was in, um, let's see, what has she been in? She was, uh, oh, God, lots see, of stuff. Lots what? of stuff, but I, I'm trying to remember. I've got um, her IMDb here. She's, um, uh, she was in Equilibrium. She was yep. in um, she must the remake been. of Red Dragon. Uh, a few other things. See, those are the two that stick out that I remember her in. Corpse Bride. That was a animated <laughs> Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You wish, yeah, one of the only good Adam Sandler films. She plays she plays meek women, doesn't she? she a plays, lot of the time, she yeah. Except uh, she was in the confession, uh, or or the or the uh, not the confession, the uh, um, Australia Wild West. That oh, one. Oh, the proposition. The proposition. Thank you. She was that in was that. Uh, actually, I most uh, my favorite performance of hers is uh, oh, come on, appropriate adult, which was a mini series that also had Dominic West in, and mm-hmm. uh, it was she was playing the appropriate adult of Fred West, who was a rather prolific serial killer in the eighties, 
can hear one of you breathing into the microphone. Oh, sorry. Probably sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you, you yeah. said serial killer, so suddenly Boz is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, this, the, he was, uh, yeah, he did a lot of, him and his wife Rose were uh, quite, quite horrific. But the idea was, was that he was not necessarily mentally capable, so he had to have an sort of officially assigned adult supervision. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense, he wasn't a child, but God, that was fuck. Yeah, it's worth a watch that to anyone who's not seen it. To Americans, it might not mean so much, but to people who remember the whole Fred West thing happening and other things like that, it's really good. Um, sorry, how did we go into Fred West? What? Where did that start from? <laughs> Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Beauty and the Beast. They're going <laughs> to address the Stockholm syndrome. That's it. We pulled it back. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. it. Might be, might be all right, and then I can talk Alison into watching the original because she's never seen she, it. Really? What? <laughs> she's never seen Disney films. Well, like, you, you've mentioned that before yeah. because of her childhood, but she's got time now to catch no, up. No, she didn't. She won't watch them. No, you, it's got to be. She's well into documentaries at the moment and stuff like that, so she's going through a phase. She'll come out of it, and I'll be able to interest her in fiction again eventually. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the next uh, live-action film that Disney is planning is Lion King, and they've already started casting for it, and James Earl Jones will be in it. Yay. Will it be lions? How do It'll you do that? There are no people in it. I'm trying to think, like, how is it going to be live-action? Um, be like they do the stage play. They just wear big rugs. Maybe well, so. I was thinking it would be, like, motion captured animal i don't know <laughs> it'll be like jungle book yeah Probably. it will be but that technically was live action mixed with computer animation but are there any, are there any people well, in like a dancing candlestick just as a reference well yeah. good point good point <laughs> oh she was in noah i tried to watch noah and and stopped with great prejudice after about 10 minutes she she had a small part in uh the um the one that was my week, my week with Marilyn, she had a small part in that, and she was good in that. I cried watching that film. Oh, she's she's great. I just not necessarily enjoyed all of her films. Oh, Regression, I watched that as well and didn't enjoy it, mm. which was weird because that's also got Ethan Hawke, and he's really good. Mm-hmm. You've got to work to not enjoy Ethan Hawke. Ever yeah. since Explorers, he's been well on his game. Oh, see, I love ex- Oh, yeah. I love uh, the Explorers. They were so planning. I mean, the ending, you could totally tell they were planning a sequel. It just never happened. I know. It's, it's, I was, I'm still a bit sad about that, to be honest. Why, why was there no Explorers 2? That would have been amazing. Well, it probably didn't do very well in the box office because it was very ahead of its time. It was, was all- no ET2 either. No, there wasn't about that. Yeah. No, it came out around the same time. That's true. Uh, but <laughs> well, Explorers was always the uh, what was it? I think it was like Saturday mornings. My mum ran a dancing school, so my dad would look after me uh, exclusively. And the best way he could do that is take me to the video store. Brilliant. And so I would always get either Goonies or Explorers every week, <laughs> one or the other. And if I didn't get one, it was always the other. So mm. for me, Explorers is up there with Goonies in terms of its significance in my life. You know, it's it's huge. 
Mm-hmm. And suddenly I, I've seen 200 times. Because he built a spaceship with his computer in his house. <laughs> yep. That's and amazing. How, I mean, and seriously, how can you go wrong with any movie that has Robert Picardo in it? Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. Especially we placed three parts in the film. <laughs> three parts. Hey, breaking news. I'm just seeing this and, and actually not far off breaking news as when The Verge published it. Donald Glover will voice Simba in live action remake of The Lion King. Yeah. And I believe, uh, uh, James Earl Jones will reprise his role. I, 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 so really, I think it's, it's Donald Glover who did by far the best out of being in community because he's suddenly everywhere. Well, he just got a golden globe for, uh, Atlanta and he's one of the showrunners for that. Right. Is it bad? I have no idea who he is. Well, no, cause he's only just kind of. I'd not seen him in anything at all until I watched Community. And then, like I say, suddenly he's like, oh, and he's in this, and he's in this, and what? And now he's the voice of Simba in The Lion King. Um, it's He's doing well for himself. Yeah, but I, I thought for the longest time he was Danny Glover's son. He's not. No, not at all. It's like I always thought Jarvis Cocker was Joe Cocker's son, but he's not. And apparently that is funny that I thought that. Like, he's so not his son. It's fucking ridiculous how much he's not his son. <laughs> so, there you go. But his name's the same. I know, and they're both from <laughs> Sheffield. And they're both singers. What more do you want? He should be his son. <laughs> Clearly have a genetic exa- uh, advantage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I have another news story to move us on to, if you like. Um, okay. I'm, I might, I don't want to, well, no, I want to upset some people with this, right? <laughs> so we've seen the new title of the new Star Wars movie. I believe we've discussed this already. Mm-hmm. And it being Star Wars and it being Lucasfilm and Disney, there's lots of things that come with there being a new Star Wars film. And this week they released a look at some of the packaging from toys. Not toys. No, no. Just the box. Yep. Just a bit of the box from toys. And Star Wars fans have lost their shit. People, even though it's people, just a people. box. There's, you haven't even seen the figures yet, but oh my God. It's a fucking box, right? It's, oh, you are yeah. better than this, people. Come I know on. They've, they've gone so far as now that I believe it's what September. They actually have a Star Wars unpacking day now for when they get the new toys in. Like, really? It, look, <laughs> get excited about the toys. That's fine, right? Get excited about them coming out, about what there's going to be, about what you can get and play with. All those things. That's cool. This is the fucking box. It's it's just the box. Stop it. You see, people could potentially shoot themselves in the foot <clears throat> because you get the figures before the, you get to see the movie. And like very often you could like, you know, it could be spoilerific. So if, if you get the figure of Luke Skywalker in his hoodie and he has a, a removable blood soaked head. Oh, shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like there was one of the soundtracks. I don't know if it was Force Awakens or I don't know if it was Star Wars even actually. It, it might have been a different franchise, but the soundtrack came out and I know someone bought the soundtrack week two weeks before the film came out and mm-hmm. one of the tracks is called the death of 
<laughs> Somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, what if you, you suddenly presented with, look, and we'll be selling this Ray Skywalker to, oh, shit. We, oh, no, forget that one. Like, <laughs> you've ruined it, haven't you? You go away and see the fucking film, then buy the merch. I mean, yeah, yeah. I still remember speaking of that particular soundtrack. Uh, I was still working at a geeky store at the time, and we were selling the CD, and we had to tape over that particular track on the back (laughs) so people wouldn't be spoiled. (laughs) So fucking stupid. I mean, who thought to call it that? Honestly. (laughs) It's like if you go to a gig, right, and you're going to see a band, you know, I don't know. I was going to use a really inappropriate band title then. I won't. Let's say I went to see a band I love now called Once Human, okay? But mm. say they're just a support act. I don't know who they are. I'm standing in there, get a beer. There's the merch stand, and there's a 25 quid hoodie, 30 quid hoodie of this band. You go, oh, yeah, I quite like their artwork. So you buy a 25 quid hoodie, you go and stand at the front, and they suck. They're like the shitty Beatles from Wayne's World. You know, they're just <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. And you just, oh, just drop 30 quid <coughs> on this hoodie that's an embarrassment to wear now. Wait mm-hmm. till you've seen the thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I agree. That's, yeah, I agree. Wait till you've seen the thing. Did you like the Ray Wayne's World reference there? I was listening last week. Yeah, did, yeah. Yes, very good there. <laughs> shitty Beatles, are they any good? They suck. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> I adore that movie so much. Yeah. I feel so damn old. Yeah, considering how I talked about it last week. Yeah, my (laughs) outrage was similar to Rich's. Fuck off, is it that old? Yeah, it's not. You're all wrong. It's 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 only about ten years old. Yeah, it came out really recently, that did. (laughs) God, I no, I remember what I was doing when it came out and no, I don't even feel that old. Like I'm over how old I feel based on what I was doing when it came out. I, it's like I was in year nine. I was I was so young because <sighs> we played Bohemian Rhapsody in the boys' dorm every morning on the year nine geography field trip, <laughs> and we changed uh-huh. it to be about Anthony Meller, who was on the trip. He's dead now, and that makes me feel really bad about it all. But hey, you know that happens to people. Brought that down a bit, didn't I? Down a yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Happens. That's that's the world, you know. That's just one. Hey, did you see that that Thor thing on on the internet nope. with his with with oh. his Australian mate? You know, they did the Team Thor video a while ago, yeah. where Thor's like, "Why why hasn't Tony Stark called me?" Yes. And, uh, well, they've oh, done that. A, they've, I, yeah, I have they, seen that. they've done another one. <laughs> they've done more. They're still doing these. They're amazing. Um. Hang on. I should have brought that up before I started talking about it. Let me just find it on YouTube. Uh, Team Thor. I did enjoy the first one. Because what's <laughs> his his roommate's name? Is it Barry or something? Um, Who I think is going to make his way into the movie. That this will end up being canon. Daryl. <laughs> Thor, Thor and Daryl. Yeah. Um because he, he's trying to pay him in uh, Asgardian, Asgard, Asgardian coins. But mm-hmm. it's like, I can't, I can't pay the rent with these. Like, this is worth millions of your dollars. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. They are. Just you go and tell them. And if there's a problem, they're like, no, I can't do that. It's brilliant. So I'm now excited about Thor as well. I'm very excitable, you know. It, when is that know. out? That, that's this year, isn't it? 
I think so. Yeah, I think in the fall. Yeah, it's it's one towards the end of the year. Because, in fact, I'm not sure what we've got coming up this year now. Uh, Marvel movies. But we've got, let's see, we've got Spider-Man. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yes. Logan. Um, the Thor. new Thor film. Oh, I saw the extended trailer for Logan. I'm much more in on that now. Yeah, um, but they kind of spoiled who the girl is. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking with trailers now. They see off the bloody film with them. But um, <laughs> the, the one with the slow, dirty music track thing was really starting to piss me off because I'd seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see a slightly more upbeat, action-packed sort of, well, okay, fine. Because I, I never actually went to see, I, still, I haven't seen the one where he goes to Japan yet. I never finished it. Oh, was, the, the Logan series just sort of, I don't know, just never grabbed me really. The the weird. one in Japan is all right. I enjoy that yeah. one. Yeah, it's honestly, it. <laughs> it's it's really all right. Honestly, I don't know what I could pick apart with it. You know, it. Yeah, I've not a bad word to say about it. That said, it's not a perfect movie. It's just all right. It's good. I might mm-hmm. just be holding a grudge from when they did what they did to my beloved Deadpool, but I mean, that's all been yeah. There's restitution for that now. <laughs> yes. I, I forgive them now. They made it right. And yeah. they did that in the best way possible. So <laughs> they are definitely forgiven for Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He says, waiting for the second one quite yes. nervously at this point. <clears throat> like, yeah. Oh, that was a home run. What are you going to do next? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> just, you, Certainly hard to top. There's another film coming out this year, which I'm similar with, actually. What's Although that? It's not coming out this year. Um, they are they are making Deathgasm Part Two. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the Deathga- Deathgasm is the best film ever made. Um, I will hear <laughs> no argument from anyone ever. Um, it's a really tough act to follow. Although they are saying that in the first in the first five minutes there is more gore combined than the entire first Deathgasm movie. So I'm like, yes, wow. bring it on. Wow. <laughs> Um, but it's written, uh, all they've got as art at the moment is, uh, in, you know, script typeface, Deathgasm part two, Gormageddon is a subtitle <laughs> and it says written by Jason Lee Howden and I have perfect faith in him as a writer and director. So I'm sure it'll be awesome. Well, apparently I can stream Deathgasm on Amazon prime video. You can. So. So I will mm. be doing that later. It's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> well, speaking of comic book films, have you heard that? We remember we were talking about that they got a director for the new Batman film. Well, apparently he had problems with the contract and left. Oh, shit. I'll do it. Matt Reeves, he, uh, he was going to sign on to do it, and then something happened. And I'm serious. Universal. Con- uh, contract Warner's. negotiations didn't work out, so he's, he's exited. Is it Warner Brothers? It's Warner Brothers, isn't it? I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it, guys. Just honestly, <laughs> I don't mind. They're running out of options at this point. I'll do well, it. I'm, for, I'm expecting it to be Willie the Gardener from The Simpsons at this yeah. point. Yeah. I'll do it for one million dollars or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Half a million dollars, actually. <laughs> I would, I would do it for half a million dollars, and I get to be mean to Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Who for, no reason. <laughs> for no reason. I don't dislike the man at all. I think he's a good director and I've never had a problem with his acting, although I stayed away from Pearl Harbor to this day, so I don't know. But well done. I, uh, I, you, you're not missing much, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, wa- I want to be able to bully somebody while I'm working. Oh, what about the kid, the kid playing the Flash? 
him actually because he's not the real Ezra Flash. Miller's actually cool. No, no, he's no, don't the, even. Don't. He's, he's not the real no. Flash. He's not the real Flash. So he's 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 an imposter. So it's him I'll be mean to. <laughs> Have you noticed that over the years Ben Affleck's neck has just gotten so thick? Yeah, he's trying to be Henry Rollins. Uh, something I don't know. <laughs> he's definitely going to the gym more than I am. Well, I mean, between so. him, Henry Rollins, and Corey Taylor, uh, the three of them have such thick necks. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> oh, what did I see Corey Taylor in the other day? Oh, uh, Sharknado for The Fourth Awakens. Yeah. Great little cameo. Because who hasn't been in Sharknado films at this point? I love that film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so yeah. good. I have a soft spot for those. So people, obviously, so stupid. Do you know, yeah, but at least they know they're stupid. Exactly. So. Yeah, it, it's I the the first one offended me because it was like, guys, you've just made a really awful film, and then <laughs> you realise, no, they are fucking well aware of that. That's yeah. what they set out to do. When you sit there and say no one sets out to make a bad film, these people did. <laughs> Yeah, they were. Uh, it was tongue was firmly in cheek when they were making these. Absolutely, it's the bit when they're in the underpass in the truck and there's two feet of water, but there's a, that's enough for dangerous killer sharks to be in apparently. And they're hitting the truck, <laughs> and he just turns around and goes, "We're going to need a bigger truck." It's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, but that guy in in the Batman film is not the real Flash. So that's just all there is. It. I don't know. The the, name. Well, I mean, you know, speaking of the that movie you were we were just talking about that had Emma Watson in it with an American accent, he's in that. That's where I first saw him, and he's brilliant in that as well. Plays your oh, brother. Is um, that is that the thing where like they fall in love, but she's gonna die or something? Is no. that the no, film? No, that's um. No, that's um. Uh, uh, not Paper Towns. The other one. Uh, what it's called i know the one you mean though there haven't there been in f- our stars thank haven't, you haven't there been a couple of those and you'd like why would anybody watch that well would- just watch a love story you don't need to watch just, anything else mommy's never having to say you're sorry there are just so many <laughs> there are so many films and i'm sorry to say it, but they're, they're clearly aimed at middle-aged women and you're just like why why would you watch that that's you just made a thing that makes people cry yeah it has no mm-hmm. value unless you want to sit and cry. And clearly some people really do enjoy doing that. I'm not one of those people. I think it's odd. But some people do like that. And that was... Oh, they're uh, in love, I'm, but she's uh, just going to uh, die. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, well, I, yeah, I watch some of those movies like that. And I have to admit, it. sometimes I get in the mood for a sappy, tearjerker, there you go. romantic... Yeah. Thing. I'm never in the mood for it, but there's two reactions from me. It, if a film makes me cry like that and it blindsides me, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, well done, yeah, you got me. And then other ones are just like, fuck off, that's not what was advertised. I'm really angry with you now because I'm upset. Um, <clears throat> I saw one last year, which I don't think it's got a release yet, but I really hope it gets one soon. Uh, the title at the time was called Real Live, and it's sort of a, a Frankenstein allegory tale, mm-hmm. um, and it plays with memory and flashback and stuff like that and that film destroyed me <laughs> i mean it just left me a wreck but i loved it for it afterwards and that's really really rare for me um so if anyone sees that floating around that is well worth a watch um, i don't ever go looking for something that's going to make me cry 
Mm. I'm the same with sad songs. It's like, why, why would you want to listen to that? Because it makes me oh. feel sad. What? I can, I can oh. do that. We'll just go and get a bank balance. What's? <laughs> why do you need this song? <laughs> you know? I got a story about that. It happened to me two weeks ago, right? Um, I, some people know I'm, I'm learning Spanish very slowly. Very, very slowly. And I've made a Spanish playlist on my iTunes. Um, so help me learn the songs. And there's one that is like that. It's a really sad tune, uh, but it's beautiful. And it's like, it's okay. And I'm listening to it. And I was listening to it while I was concentrating on something at work. And I suddenly understood a huge block of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it destroyed me. It is basically about a girl getting on a train, seeing this guy. They're too shy to say anything to each other. This goes on until the 11th of March. And then on that day, they stand up, they get together, they he kisses her on the lips, they, uh, and then the, they go into a tunnel and the lights go out and it's just like, oh, that's so sad. And Lavinia's like, yeah, do, do you know why that's so sad? I'm like, what? What's the significance of the 11th of March? That was the day of the Madrid bombings and it was a story mm-hmm. of two people who were on that train and that they finally got the courage to get together just before the train blew up. Oh man! Like, oh, I'm glad I didn't know that before. <laughs> just, there were tears running down my face. Going, oh, okay, delete. <laughs> That's that just my playlist. Devastating. I'm sad yeah. now, and I've never heard it. <laughs> it's a real uplifting <laughs> show this week, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, have you heard the latest from Syria? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad now. Any comedy, no. comedy news? Um, I'm just looking now. I'm just <laughs> looking for anything happy. I was actually just looking up uh, the name of the person who is the real Flash. It's Grant Gustin. He's, yeah, he's, Grant Gustin. He's the Flash. I've seen it in a TV show with the Flash written on the front of it. <laughs> Should have been <laughs> fairly obvious. So he's the Flash. I've spoken on that. That's Okay. Right. That's how it should be. Your views are clear. <laughs> um, oh, obviously, uh, have you seen that? Obviously, the Great Wall just came out here in the States. Have it come out over there yet? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get there. This uh, okay. Uh, it's actually very funny, you know, how people are bitching about, you know, why they got Mac Damon and whitewashing. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, the director, who, by the way, has done some very be- beautiful films like House of Falling Leaves and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, he flat out has said, yeah, yeah, I cast Matt Damon in my film so you fuckers outside of China would actually watch it. Fair <laughs> play to him. <laughs> yeah, he just flat out said, yeah, I put him in the film so everyone outside China would actually see the film. He just didn't pull any punches. He just went, yeah, I put and a white it, guy in the film so you guys would watch it. <laughs> yeah. And Matt Damon put himself in the film so that people inside China would see him. Uh, <laughs> because, and and this is a great argument, again, Watch Movie Bob on YouTube, everybody, because he's cleverer than me about this, and I'm I'm just repeating a lot, and in the guise of agreeing with it. But as you're saying, there's a billion fucking people in China, right? That's a bit mm-hmm. of a market, mm-hmm. and there's a lot going over there now. Um, they are getting a lot more American stuff, and you need to be in with these people, mm-hmm. and that's what Matt Damon is savvy enough to have realized. He needs Chinese fans. Because his movies need to sell in China, and so here's a here's a vehicle to do that. Um, Does he at least get lost in the movie, and they have to spend lots and lots of yen to go and find him? <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks has to go and find him for a bit. <laughs> um, that happens. 
I mean, to be honest, much as I don't, I don't have the slightest problem with Matt Damon. In fact, I quite like him. Um, I can safely say I'll probably, I'll never see The Great Wall. I'll, I'll. Ju- this is a film I know I'll never see. I will because I love the director. So um, yeah, I love the director too. So I'll probably go see it. You said House of Falling Leaves. Is that is that a different film or did you mean Flying it, Daggers? Flying da- was it fall- Flying Daggers? I'm sorry, Daggers. but he did he did that and he did a couple other. Oh, now I understand what you're talking beautiful. about, and yeah. I've seen it right. right now. Okay, right. Um, Cause that's beautiful. That film. It, yes, it he, is. he did that. He did hero. He did a couple ah, others. Yes, he did they're hero. gorgeous. Yeah. He's they're gorgeous. And I just love yeah. the way he does his films. Hero is a painting on screen. So I was like, pretty much. Yeah. It's gorgeous. The trailers for this are like, it looks like hokey CGI monsters and stuff like that. I'm thinking, yeah, but I know his, his cinematic style and it's like a trailer can only show you so much. So I do want to see how it's woven together and I, I will go and check it out. That and John wick too are on my list for this week. So no, Hero yeah, which was I've a, heard is, is basically John Wick 1, but with a different villain. Yeah, but that's all anyone wanted, apparently. Yeah. I, <laughs> I actually bought John Wick two days ago and will watch it from six. It's actually not in. bad. I mean, it's it does follow the rule of Keanu. The rule of Keanu, it, it does fall under this category. But uh, it's, it's finally he has finally broken out of the surfer dude thing. Cool. With this one, um, no lines. <laughs> well, I mean, oh. all it all it took really yeah. was Amazon and iTunes were selling it for three ninety nine. So it was okay. I'll watch your film then, and uh, uh, and uh, it has Theon Greyjoy in it, basically being Theon Greyjoy. I need worse. a. I, I do need a time code on the dog. Uh, the dog's well handled. Actually, it, you'll be upset, but you won't be outraged. It's not. It's not fucking Will Smith and whatever that. Thing I told you not to watch. Oh, uh, oh I am thing. legend. Oh, well, legend, yeah. yeah, that angered me. Oh, well, that that, that destroyed me because that bit, I was actually fast forwarding through the film to try and figure out if the dog died, and ended up landing right on that oh, bit. No. <laughs> it's like just, just suddenly there's Will Smith with this dog with his arms around the dog's neck. And you're like, what you do? Just, and it kills was- you just immediately, like. Why have you done that? Because it was worse because I had no context. I then had to go back 10 minutes to find <laughs> something happened to the dog so that I understood why he'd done that. And was that yeah. when I texted you? Because I remember exactly where I was. I was on my dad's sofa, third seat along. I was watching it. I was so fucking angry when it happened. I picked up my phone straight away and sent, Rich, never watch this movie. <laughs> 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 that was the first thing I did. It upset me well, so it was already bad enough they fucked up the ending yeah and they fucked the up the ending release. yeah I mean ugh. but at least fast forwarding through it, it that actually takes the power out of it because what it basically does that film is it says this man's the last man alive on earth he is lonely he has one friend in the world this friend will be with him forever and do everything you know this is, builds this amazingly close relationship and then fucking kills a dog and it's like well, he had to kill the dog. It was spoiler alert for a film that's what ten years old now. Uh, <laughs> the the dog got infected. Yeah. Um. But it yeah it's it, it was the build up to it and the relationship they created that made it so hard to swallow when it happened. So. Oh, see, well, I need the, a- the, the point in John Wick was 
well, you'll see. I'm not going to spoil it. Well, it's it, it's basically the motivation for the film, isn't it? Which it I'm, is. I'm, I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to... Mm-hmm. I'm told 16 minutes in is is what I've been told. Like, just go from there. That's about right, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you, you're good to go. So that's that's all right. Is there a website for that? Well, I've, I'm on does... Uh, right. Oh, now, hang on then. Because this is redirecting me. I was, I was on... I thought does the dog die.com but it's actually become right so it's still entitled does the dog die but I'm at movieswhere.com w h e r e where and basically okay. you can do a search for a film and so John Wick is a movie where the dog dies so I can look and check to see if the dog dies oh, in a particular film <laughs> but you can also what's amusing the shit out of me is that they've got some buttons underneath kind of help us build our database kind of thing with some suggestions of what could happen in a film and an ad button next to them all. And the first one is Sean Bean dies. Like, (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a long list. (laughs) Yeah. Is this a movie where Sean Bean dies? Is he in it? Then yes. No, he didn't die in national treasure. Does he not? I haven't seen that all the way through. I got, I think I got about 20 minutes in and it was just like, this is awful. This is and how bad is Nicolas Cage? He's terrible. Uh, so you, you watch the second one solely for Helen Mirren, right? I didn't know she was in that. I will. I will. She's in the second one. He she plays his mom in the second one, right? She's brilliant as always with an American accent too, because yeah. she's Helen Mirren and she's just amazing. Yeah, I'm just on the list here of movies in which Sean Bean dies. So many. There's like twenty something films. You have to scroll. You have to scroll. <laughs> They're all there. Movieswhere.com. I will. I will use that. I think again. Do you know what? I, I, is is there any? Um, I know Star Trek's getting a series and everything. Were they going to continue the movie franchise as well? The reimagining. Well, they int- they've said they intend to do so. How they are going to do so is a matter up for debate. Um. Because there's one thing they could do with that I would adore above everything else is if they could just have Sean Bean turn up in a cameo role as a red shirt. To be killed. <laughs> but survive. <clears throat> there, there's speculation. They, they have said they're not going to recast the role of Chekhov. Yeah. Right. Um, so that leads to speculation that the movie will not need to feature the character of Chekhov because it will be from either a much earlier time frame or a much later time frame, or well, since else. it's an alternate reality, they could just simply say he went off on another ship. Mm. They could do all kinds of things. So it's yes, they intend to make one, but we have absolutely no idea what to expect. But I think we're clear that it won't be like just another Star Trek film, as they've right. been making. Um, but we don't know what that means. So you kind of just live in hope that it's not a big ball of wank really <laughs> yeah well we can mainly hope that they don't have to save whales in the next one mm. yes yeah, scotland maybe yeah <laughs> sorry see what he did there everybody because whales is <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, it wasn't actually being funny it's just where my brain went why would they need to save whales oh the animal they're very different <laughs> places but they speak strangely in both of them hmm <laughs> <laughs> Bless them. And we love them all. Mm-hmm. I'm already getting ready for my please don't go Scotland stuff. 
you know. So, oh no. Yeah. I'm getting ready for that. I'm waiting for everything to go bad. But anyway, happy 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 stuff. Movie stuff. Um looking up. Oh, we news. have no tributes this week, so that's we happy. Have, hmm. There you go. Nobody died this week that we was famous, but lots of people did. Sorry, everybody. A it's moment just to, it down again. Yeah, no, sorry. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Every people die just because we don't know them doesn't mean it's not sad. You know, it's I'm just maybe I'm a just inherently sad person. Uh, well, speak, uh, speaking of an older actor who we adore, uh, they they have mentioned. Um, you know, you guys have heard that they are doing a Mary Poppins sequel, right? Yes. No. With the yeah, they're doing the, a the, sequel of Mary Poppins with the the very pretty British lady. What's her name? Oh, the, the uh, Emily Blunt. I Is do you her? know there are too many Emmas, Emilys, and other things, <laughs> right? <laughs> Pack it in. We've got enough British actresses with a variation on Emma or Emily, and I cannot okay, keep up yeah, with it it's all. It's called Mary Poppins Returns. Is going to be the and uh, they have cast Angela Lansbury. Oh, cool. Now, uh, yeah, it will be Emily Blunt. Um, and Dick Van Dyke's going to be in it too. Bless Amazing. Um, now, the question that I have, because they have not said specifically who Angela Lansbury is going to play, I I'm like so hoping it would be her character for Bedknobs and Broomsticks. That would be <laughs> awesome. It would. <laughs> I would lose my shit if they did that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Honestly, that would be breathtakingly happy. I can really see Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins as well. Actually, I think that's potentially really good casting. Emily Blunt, Blunt's great. Mm. I mean, she, like I say, I've not seen her in many other films, but she was great Have in the Harry Potter. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? And, she's, she's lovely in, in, in Edge right, of Tomorrow. the other she's, Emily. She's very yeah. lovely in Edge of Tomorrow. That's she some is. good yoga right there. <laughs> and, good yoga. Uh, well, My Summer of Love is really the film to watch for that kind of thing um, with her in. And that's, that's based around here as well, so you can watch it and go, I've been there. <laughs> oh, that's like here. Hey, the Purge Four is still coming next summer. <laughs> I thought they'd or is that, that that just what Ken Burns is calling his next documentary about life in America? <laughs> yeah. No, did, it's. Did, I loved the third one, by the way. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a strong movie. I, I didn't think it was. Second one's still the best, I think. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I did kind of enjoy the second one more, but the third one was still good. Uh, mm. I'm happy for there to be a fourth one. Of all the horror movies, series, they seem to be doing well into it. Everyone makes a strong first one, because that's mm. what spawns mm-hmm. the others. Then they just go to garbage, straight away. But yeah. the fact that they've made three alright movies, that's a rarity. Saw 3 wasn't horror good. films, really. <laughs> I struggle with them in our genre. I, I I'm not sure what qualifies them to be there other than mm. it's a pretty dystopian idea. Would well, you put them in an mm-hmm. action thriller? Yeah, absolutely. I no. put any, any quote unquote horror film that's PG 13, actually an action thriller. To me, it's not a horror film unless it's, it's 18 plus or R or whatever you want to call it. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, because they you have can jump scares and that's about it because they can't put as much violence in there. No, but you qualify horror by subject matter more, I would say. So you can have films that are like Green Room, for example. Mm-hmm. It's 
there's some genuinely uncomfortable, horrific stuff in that. That puts it in the genre. But by the same token, if you make a PG-13 vampire movie, it's Twilight's a horror film. Twilight is not a vampire film. It is about a film about sparkly fairy people. <laughs> I am sticking to that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a difficult argument. A lot of people wouldn't agree with it, but it, based on the subject matter, it puts it in the genre, whether you like it or not. I, I almost feel there should be some kind of presidential decree come from me about just on Simply Syndic in the Simply Syndicated universe, the Twilight movies don't exist. <laughs> can I can I do just that? Like uh, all the just like all the Highlander sequels don't exist. Yeah, I I don't know if that's the thing I can do. Like, and so now all shows on the network have to just never mention these films that don't exist <laughs> we we have to live our lives as if they don't exist because i've decreed it i don't how many have you, of them have you seen i mean just being devil's advocate again N- not a f- not a frame of a single one i've seen the first <laughs> two because i wanted to see what the hype was about after the first two i was like oh, fuck this shit I, again <laughs> i'm not re- i don't really mean to be that mean about them because i've not seen them and they're not for me because i'm not a 14 year old girl so I don't, See, I kind of like the last film. <laughs> Is it because Michael Sheen's in it? Yes. That's you all like, right then. Cause Michael Sheen's amazing. brilliant. You can also, like Michael Sheen. That's fine. I love wolves. Like I have a thing about wolves and these fucking wolves are as big as a human being. And they're actually really well animated. Yeah. But that whole and imprinted creepy shit. <laughs> I mean that's all fucked up. It's laughable, and, <laughs> and the performances of all the oh, we must go and get this family member from one from Alaska, one from Russia. They'll be angry. They'll be happy. Uh, it's it's terrible, but the big fight scene at the end, you know, just fast forward. Which was to that. spoiler alert was not even real. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh come on! I'm I'm not I'm fine with spoiling that because that, shit. Come on. Um, right. Yeah, but I do love Michael Sheen. He's he's amazing. I'm like, I'll see almost almost any film that he's in. That's why I watched the second one solely because he was in it. Of course, he's in the last like five minutes of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, have you seen The Damned United? Yes. Good. That's okay. I still haven't seen Frost Nixon. I really need to see that. Me too. Oh, it's he's he's brilliant in that. I've heard both of the him and Frank Langella are brilliant in that. I've also started but, watching Masters of Sex as well. He's very good in that. He's very good in that, but the last season's a bit shit. Was it? No. I don't know what it's about. I just assumed it was about me. That show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about two uh, researchers back in the fifties, and they decide uh, specifically. He plays a doctor who deals with fertility. Right. And she's his secretary. Well, starts off as his secretary, but they end up becoming research partners researching sex in all aspects is he uh, obviously all the controversy that comes with it is it based on unreal is he kinsey yeah it's based Mm. on two people that were real yeah yeah right that's disappointing i really thought it was about me (laughs) (laughs) well they are saying that the thesis he wants to do that like you're going to destroy your career if you yeah well the first two seasons are brilliant do watch the first two seasons um the I watched, I watched the first half of the third season and I was just like, no, nah, I can't do this anymore. And I heard the fourth season was not very good and they canceled it after the fourth season. So uh. they got all the way. They started, uh, the story starts in like 1954 
and it ends in like 1970. Right. So, I mean, they ended up getting married in the early 70s, and it actually, the little fourth season ends with them working on their wedding. So they were planning a fifth season, but Showtime went, nope. <laughs> they might stretch that story out a bit too far. Mm, maybe, but the, I mean, he's he's wonderful in it. Uh, Libby is uh, the uh, what's her? I, God, what is her name? Gala plays Virginia. Um, is she a um, a, a Deschanel. No, mixed up. No, okay. No, she just kind of looks like she looks them. like Zooey, doesn't she? Well, everybody. I mean, Katy Perry looks like her. And Emily Blunt looks like her too. Speaking, of. Um, you ever think there's been an incident? In, in Zoe Deschanel's Chap- Chaplin, house. Chaplin, 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 Chaplin. Uh, Lizzie, Lizzie Chaplin is her name. She was in. Oh, do you mean Lizzie, Lizzie yes. Chaplin? Lizzie Ka- is it Chaplin? Yeah, there's Una Chaplin. She's in other stuff. She was in Game of Thrones. She was married that's to a uh, thingy in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. This... She's uh, Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter. Um, she is. No, her name is yeah Lizzie Kaplan. Okay, but she was in uh, Cloverfield. She's Explodey Head Girl. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just ruin every film today. <laughs> Let's just get it all out there. Let's you know. I just want to do it in Gen style. Say it, then say spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, the title of this episode would be spoilers. <laughs> We've had a co- he likes Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight. I don't know. I don't want to tell people that, Boz. <laughs> Just realized I did that on the same show. I'm yeah. never living this down. No, I'm, I'll be texting you about this constantly. Uh, <laughs> or I'll get anyway, a written warning. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, like I said, besides. The last two Twilight films, I'll watch just about anything Michael Sheenton because he's awesome. He really is good. He really is. And he can do it. He can even do comedy because he was in 30 Rock. That time. That's right. He was. He was yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just scrolling through AV Club. There are actually a couple of other things we could mention. Apparently, Mel Gibson's going to do Suicide Squad 2. What? <laughs> so, you know, deal with that world. Deal is with it, is it really bad that when you said that, <laughs> all I can think of, sorry, is... Uh, it's going to be all anti-Semitic. And no, no, it's way. Life with Brian again, where the Suicide Squad <laughs> run down the hill and kill themselves. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's um, going to be all about, they have to kill Jews, and it's going to be all in Aramaic. <laughs> I wasn't really looking forward to a sequel to an awful film, but <laughs> that didn't help. We well, also, I thought they were going to do a, a Harley Quinn film before they do that. But well, yeah, I'd watch. Exactly. People would watch that. They should just make a film called Here's an Hour and a Half of Margot Robbie. <laughs> yes. in, in those little tiny shorts. Yeah. And then it's she's just sat there for half an hour reading a book. <laughs> Maybe at the twenty-minute mark, someone brings her a drink, you know, <laughs> and we'd go, we'd pay, we'd get the Blu-ray, we'd want the four K version, all that, you know. <laughs> she is an attractive woman, I will say. Like they should get her to do. Like, did you see what? Oh, 
Nick Offerman did as a Christmas video uh, this year. He released, a, I think it was like an hour long, of him sat quietly in a chair enjoying a glass of whiskey. That was his fireside video. And was it, 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 well, okay, with or without the mustache? I believe with. Okay. Uh, and it was just, that was it. There was nothing but the sound of a, the crackling fire that was next to him, and he just sat quietly for an hour and enjoyed a glass of whiskey. And they should do that with Margot Robbie. <laughs> As Harley Quinn. As Her Harley eat, drinking that, that out of that cappuccino cup that she drinks out of. Yeah. yeah. There you just go. over and over and over again. You'd, you'd watch that. I would. So they've added more people to Star Trek Discovery. Ah. So this is the thing. They have a chief medical officer, Dr. Nambwe, who will be played by 30 Rocks, uh, Malik Panchali. I'm saying that wrong and I'm sorry. Uh, he was the guy who played, uh, what's his name? Alec Baldwin's personal assistant. Oh, him. Okay. Yes. Well, he's got, he's oh, James Frayne's going to be in it. I'll, I will watch it. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Michael Sheen's brilliant. So is James Frayne and they're both in Tron legacy. God damn it. There you go. Uh, uh, he's going to play. Oh, what? So was Interesting. That, was that a slow they should, Tron Legacy right there? No, I oh. actually love Tron okay, Legacy sorry, very much. Um, <laughs> and they've got uh, Doug Jones, who's obviously going to be in makeup, because how often have you seen Doug Jones not in makeup? <laughs> um, Michelle Yeoh is going to be a recurring character. Awesome. Mm. Um, but James Frain is actually going to play Art. Really? Okay, this pretty much proves it. Discovery is taking place before the original series. Right. Because he's playing Sarek. Okay. As in the, the Sarek. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's definitely happening there then, isn't it? Uh-huh. Well, I think we knew that anyway. So, it's, I'm looking forward to it. More excitement. It's just, how do I not pop? <laughs> how do I how do I ever find time to be down? I should just remind myself about all the things I'm excited about. There's so many things. New Star Trek, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> the list goes on. Tell you what I heard, which uh, I think is a rumor at this point, but I'll be very happy if it's true. There's talk that the next season of American Horror Story will be based on the 2016 presidential race. <laughs> I've heard about that. They they're doing they're supposed to be doing a crossover between Coven and the Murder House too. So oh, interesting. Yeah, they're in the, they take place at the same same time. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really got to start watching that. <laughs> oh, Murder House is Murder House and Asylum are by far the best seasons of the show. Yeah, I only enjoyed the second one. I haven't seen the first one. And uh, it, yeah, I didn't enjoy the ones after that. The Coven one, I didn't like. I didn't. The Coven's probably the weakest of the bunch. Um, the Freak Show one, it tied mostly into other stuff. Um, the Hotel one, I didn't mind. That one wasn't so bad. Mm. The only good thing about the Coven one was. Well, okay, the only two good things about the coming were Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett. <laughs> well, they're the two best things about any of the series. That's the thing. <laughs> no, and, Jessica uh, Lang. And Jessica, Jessica Lang. Lang. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, what time are we on? Hey, we should get to things we've seen, you know. Uh, I guess we should. I got something. I got something. Sorry. What? What? Go on then. What have you seen? <laughs> Sorry, I'm gushing about this at the moment. Sorry if I steal someone else's. Santa Clarita Diet. What? Has anyone else watched it? No. <gasps> You're gonna love it. What? You- Okay, um, it's a new oh. Netflix series. Oh, is that the, the, is that the uh, one where Drew Barrymore is a cannibal? She's a zombie, effectively. Oh, okay. It is brilliant. It is so funny. It <laughs> Every episode, I've had a belly laugh at least twice. Um, <laughs> it is so well written. The characters are just spot on. Um, they're basically a couple of realtors, estate agents we call them, um, mm-hmm. husband and wife couple. And uh, showing his people around his house, they're going, and she said, "Hi, oh, they're doing a pretty good job of it. It's actually lovely." And she just throws up all over the carpet. Oh no! <laughs> and effectively, at that point, dies. But her character she's a bit stuffy and whatever, and then her character changes at that point. To um, and basically, the the thing behind it is these: once you become undead, you operate according to your id. Okay. And it's her family coping with that and her dietary issues with her new lifestyle. Um, I'm saying nothing else. See, I like how I like how iZombie has handled it. Uh, have you seen that show? Yeah, it's 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 an interesting concept. Um, I, I've seen two episodes, which I sort of enjoyed, but it wasn't enough to hook me in and make me. Okay, well, it, it's I like the premise that they've gone with that that. That uh, they're, sure there are zombies that are still cognizant, mm. um, but they have to have a certain diet of brains to stay cognizant. If mm. they don't, then they become the uh, yeah. kind of zombie. So yeah, yeah. This is this this is different enough, but it is it is a it's comedy. Don't be put off the get it's horror if you're not into your horror. But um, I saw the trailer for it. I thought, yeah, yeah, okay. I watched it. And then I mainlined the whole thing in like two days. They're only half an hour episodes. They don't outstay their welcome. And just the, there's so many quotable one-liners in this thing. Just, and mm-hmm. it's just some really genuinely funny moments. I, I cannot extol his virtues enough. So every, everybody should watch that. <laughs> I will get to that. Cool. Actually, it had been on the list. Because it did, I saw a trailer. It played automatically after something, and it looked good mm. actually. So I'll give that a go. It's the best thing I've seen. I, and I watched only two episodes of Justified, but I've mm-hmm. always liked Timothy Oliphant. But his, I've never seen him play a character like this. Um, and he just, he's fantastic. And Drew Barrymore's brilliant as well because she gets on my nerves a little bit sometimes. She's done some really bad comedies, um, fairly recently. And I was like, oh, Drew Barrymore, really? No, she's redeemed herself in my eyes completely. Yeah, really. Mostly when she's playing stuff with Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And at first, if, if it's not enough to hook you in, the first episode stars. Um, do I say it? No, I'm not going to say it. Somebody very famous you'll like to see. <laughs> oh. I can't remember okay. if it's in the trailer or not. I don't want to spoil it. Well, okay. I've seen the trailer, so I have a feeling I know who you're talking about. Okay, probably the trailer then. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just for people listening who may not have seen it, I won't. I won't say anything else. Cool. Apart from go see it. Anything else? Or do you? That's it. That's cool. If that's it. 
That's it for me. Well, okay. I saw a Spanish movie I recommend if you've got Shudder. Um, have. We, we got all excited about it because I just put it on because it was a, one of the new editions. Um, it's called Painless, um, which translates as uh, Insensible in Catalan, mm-hmm. believe it or not. And it is mm-hmm. filmed in Catalonia in an area called Huesca, um, which is beautiful. And it's set in 1930 and present day, and it jumps between the two. And it's like a lot of these Spanish horror films, they sort of, they do focus on the Civil War side of things. And it's because the history of it all, there's a lot of stories to tell that haven't been told. And I think often Mm -hmm. people are doing it in fiction because they can get away with it. Um, It's really nice film and it's original and the the idea is that in 1930 there's this group of kids in this town and none of them can feel pain and the town decides they're very dangerous because of this and they lock them all up in individual cells in this prison facility and it basically follows for years what happens to these kids meanwhile there's a guy in the future or now who is looking to find his family members because some medical treatment that's required and it's him searching in the in the present and stuff happening in the past. And it all sort of ties together at the end. Um, a lot more sentimental value for us because it's, it's in, it's in Catalan and Spanish and it, they mix. So it's completely natural. It's exactly how people in those areas talk. Mm-hmm. Some people do, some people don't. That's irrelevant to the main people who are reading subtitles, but it brought it home a lot for us. But um, yeah, just, Really interesting film. It's not like fast paced, action packed, but there's some gloriously gory little bits in it and some, oh, I know you didn't kind of bits. Um, mm-hmm. Some people might find the end overly sentimental. I thought it was actually tone pitch perfect. Um, so I'd be interested to know if anybody sees that, what they thought. But yeah, painless. That's it, mm. I'm done. Cool. Jen, what have you been watching? Um, I'm finally watching, speaking of Netflix series, I'm finally catching up on Stranger Things. I've got to episode four. Um, I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is my childhood. I mean, they, those kids are about the age I was in 1983. <laughs> 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 so I'm just like reminiscing. I'm like, yes. And I know kind of sort of what happens because they're geeks. They'll save the world kind of deal. Um, <laughs> And I can already see a lot of the nods to other stuff. I mean, E.T. is like everywhere in this show, um, <laughs> among other things. Uh, I immediately caught, like I said, with the title cards. I was like, those are all from like The Thing and, and all the other uh, Carpenter films. I'm like, holy, they went <laughs> really out on this to make it so, you know, nods to this, that, and the other thing. Um, I'm liking it so far. The kid who plays Eleven is amazing. Mm. Um, the, the, the other kids are obviously also amazing. The teenage sister I'm annoyed with, but I'm only on episode four. <laughs> um, I want to slap her a lot. <laughs> that might be the intention. I'm not sure. Uh, the feathered hair in this show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of feathered hair. Yeah, well, it's 1983 is when the show takes place. Uh, And they've already announced there will be a set. I also want to slap Winona Ryder a lot, but for different reasons. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I mean, so far, I I enjoyed it. I can't wait for season two. They're supposed to release season two on Halloween of this year. 
Um, so it should be fun. Uh, they've already said season two will take place, I believe, a year after this season. Um, Makes sense because the kids will be a year older and you can't just well, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Uh, they've already announced some of the guest stars who will be in season two, which make me pretty ecstatic and uh yeah it should be uh, it should be interesting um i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying it uh the expanse is back on um i'm also enjoying that uh back it, on? i'm back on what yeah is, season two is on is expanse. <gasps> see you later <laughs> <laughs> they've gotten they're on episode three it just came out and oh. uh well, what's really cool, I got to mention this, that you know how people have talked about that The Expanse is basically Game of Thrones meets Battlestar Galactica, right? Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Some people have mentioned it like that. And what's even funnier is that George R.R. R. Martin has come out and said that he loves the show. <laughs> I'm not sure where the Game of Thrones like, comparison comes in, though. Well, just the, the feuding between the, the factions. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Not the boobs and the violence so much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, because I, I loved the new Battlestar Galactica a whole lot, even though you know it took them forever to put out a season. <clears throat> um, the Expanse, it, I mean, it's probably one of the best sci-fi shows on TV right now, yeah. if not the best. It's incredible. Yeah, and I'm still fixated by uh, the main guy's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I copied it. Oh, you did. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's kind of emo, but kind of not. And it's, yeah. Um, well, the thing that got I me originally season one of that, sorry to interrupt you. Um, I expected season one to be book one because um, the, the books are written by James S.A. Corey. That's actually mm -hmm. two people. So they team yeah. up to write these books. So they write them double fast. And I think it's uh -huh. what, six or seven books now or something. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. I've only read the first one, so I expected season one to be the first book, and it isn't. But it's like season one is two-thirds of the first book. Mm -hmm. like, oh. Well, they've kind of done that with Game of Thrones, too. It's like they took them yeah, I suppose. two seasons to do book three, you know, that kind of deal. So I, I totally understand it, and at least with this, they can do more in the of the books in the show instead of like a movie format because mm. really just like Game of Thrones putting it in a movie would not work. No. Um, and I, I originally got into the show. Well, first off, because Thomas Jane is awesome. Uh, he's the guy with the flippy hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the other actors in the show. Uh, oh shoot! What is her name? She played. Uh, um, she has a Greek na uh, name. Oh, the, lady uh, she, with the, accent. the amazing voice. N not her. She's no? oh. she's also amazing. She's actually. Uh, oh, where's she from? Is it Battlestar? She was from or something? It's something I haven't seen. She's well. Comedy. There's the Iranian actress who's got the really cool voice. She's in it. Uh, what is her name? Athena Car 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 Carcanus. Bless you. Yeah, uh, Greek. <laughs> uh, she is a voice actor in a in. Uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Ah, uh, right. She plays the female consular. Same girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a few other actors who have popped up that I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but otherwise, yeah, it's just 
amazing show. If you haven't seen it yet, please do. Uh, if, for those who are still like, where do we going to get another Battlestar Galactica-like show? It's there. Just watch The Expanse. I'm not sure if the first season is out on Amazon or whatever yet. Um, you can look for it. I'm sure it's out there. It's on DVD. I know it's on DVD. Well, we have, um, the first one's on Netflix, but I haven't seen any new episode tags. So I'm, I guess we're going to have to wait till Netflix pick up the rest of the... Well, the first, second season is on sci-fi over here right, right now. Okay. So it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Shore, oh yeah, how do you pronounce that surname? Agdashlu, yeah. Yeah, she's it's, Iranian, actually. Okay. Um, I mean, she's fantastic, and she's great in it, but all of the she was in, her yeah, she, aren't in uh-huh. the book. <laughs> well, yeah, she's, I think she's a made-up character just for the show. Okay. I think, uh, but yeah, she—you uh, probably recognize her. She was in the last Star Trek film as the Admiral. Okay, she's also a voice actor in Mass Effect too. Yes, she is. <laughs> so, I didn't. Well, I she's got a it. very distinctive voice, which I thought she was French, but no, she's Iranian. Ah. And Mass Effect Three. I don't know the character Admiral something. She played one of the blue people. What are they? Oh, um, um, but yeah, them. Oh yes, yes, yeah, she's um. Saurian? Saurian? Something. Yeah, it's something, yeah. Ah, okay, cool. Sorry, a bit of a side one. It's okay, uh, but she's got a very distinctive voice. Oh, talking Mass Effect, <laughs> I have pre-ordered Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect, oh, the Andromeda, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see if it does really well. It's supposed to take place, what, 100 years after the... So we're getting into tech it or leave Sorry. it territory. Yeah, stop but, it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rich, what have you watched? All kinds of shit. Right. Let's see. Uh, watched a film called We Are Still Here on Amazon. That was oh, original no. or the remake. I don't know. It came out in 2015. Probably. Oh no! Remake. Sorry, sorry. That's a remake. No, 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 no. I was, I was thinking. Um, we are what we are. No, We Are Still Here is the one with the family and the basement problems. Yeah, there's a thing in the basement because that's usually where things go. With Barbara so, Crampton. Yeah. Um, Great film. So I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I did. Uh, then a film called Don't Knock Twice. Uh, mm. About a house mm-hmm. where if you knock on it twice, someone comes and kills you or something. There's far more to it than that. That was actually <laughs> all right as well. I'm selling it really badly. I shouldn't be allowed to talk about horror films that I've seen. <laughs> um, it, it was much better than I've made it sound there. Because, well, just give that a go. Um, watch Three it. star? Three star. Bang on. Okay, I'll watch that. Yeah. Um, I continue my watching of the Dick Van Dyke show on Netflix because it's just awesome. So I've there's got that. that. You've got to watch the Dick Van Dyke show on Netflix. It's brilliant. <laughs> and just sit there in awe of the raw talent on screen. Mm. It's amazing. And uh, there was one on the other day where his brother in, comes into the show, but it's really his brother in real life as well. So that was, that was fun. Um. What else have I seen? A couple of I'm looking on Amazon now. I've actually seen four or five horror movies this week, but I don't remember any of them. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so Timo I have, was having exactly the same problem on Pod of Horrors. We're giving him this homework to catch up because he's not a, traditionally a horror fan. So yeah. he's watching lots of horror movies to get his uh, vocabulary up, really. And he's like, oh, they're just all sort of blended into one. We're like, yeah, that's horror does that, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm just looking at my history on Shudder. I, I, I've not been overly active on Shudder. Don't uh, watch um, Blind Sun. Okay. 
I won't. It bored me to tears. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah. Grave Encounters. If it bores Boz, that means it's a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned that I'd watched Grave Encounters last week. And now I've watched Oh, Grave you Encounters did? Yes. Too. Yeah. You see, I, I had a problem with Grave Encounters, the first one. Um, and I feel like I sort of missed a trick. I, I don't know if I was in the wrong frame of mind when I watched it, because I know a lot of really hardened horror fans who really enjoyed that as a fan footage movie. And but my problem with it is the head guy of the camera team who's trying to do this ghostbustery thing. Um, he didn't sell the role to me. And the thing with found footage is if you don't come across as genuinely you're found on a piece of footage and you look like you're acting, it destroys the entire illusion. And for me, he looked too much like he was acting and it sort of took me out of everything in that movie. There are some good little scares, but I, I was, not invested in the characters. Um, the second one, I think, was better. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I would argue, I think he, he kind of was acting because it, it's it's one of the, of course, that they're not just regular people that have wandered into something. They're doing like a ghost hunting TV show. So he's talking to the camera like he's doing a TV show. Um, and I, I get that that can grate. I, I didn't think it no, was it's that. more when he's scared something's happening to him and he's right. like oh my god oh my god and he's trying to be genuinely scared that's when I think he's acting right and that's right ah. fair enough mm. um I I genuinely enjoy it I think it's definitely one of the better found footage movies um yes but I there's something about the the subgenre that I just enjoy anyway I don't know what it is it's just something about the feel of them as films that I find in some way strangely comforting. I, mm. I don't know. Or, or comfortingly eerie. Have you seen Lake Mungo? I have, yes. I enjoyed that. Okay. That's and remembered it, which is quite weird. <laughs> but it's because it was quite recent and it is quite unique in its uh, style. So, because so you can find the Poughkeepsie tapes as well. The Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah. I feel like I've heard of that. It's not easy to get your hands on. How are we spelling Poughkeepsie? <laughs> I think it's P-O-U-G-H-K-I-P-S-I-E. Yes. No, but it's P-O-U-G-H-K-E-E-P-S-I-E. Is it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which I only know because we got far, we got close enough for a spell check to take it over. Um, well, it's certainly not streaming anywhere. No, it would seem so. Yeah. Or do I have to select things? I don't know. I put it on your watch list. Then. <laughs> if you I like film footage, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Mm. I wonder if I can buy it. Is it worth a buy? You are. <laughs> I know we've watched it and then not been able to get out of a chair um, but the problem is I was told that and then when I watched it it was like really? Um, huh. so it, it's a very personal experience and how and when you watch it I think, as to how much it can get to you well, but it's found footage and it's, it's a slightly different approach to found footage again well, it's I can't buy it. It's not on Amazon. Mm. That that leaves me the same problem. That leaves me with but one other. 
and I can't even find it there. That's just cruel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How can it? Then it doesn't exist. You, this is all lies, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is just all lies. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, I'd recommend you another one on Shudder. Have you seen The Battery? No, I haven't seen that. Very low budget independent zombie movie made by like four people in a team. Um, and I actually bought that when it came out online because you could buy it directly from their website. I think I'm pretty sure it's on Shudder now. Um, it's really good little movie. Sorry, what was that called again? Uh, the battery. The battery. Yeah, there's actually a few I can just I could recommend from from Shudder that are just sat there on the front page. Like um, I've taken it off now and I forgot them all. I should. <laughs> I've been sat looking at them, and as soon as I start talking about what I would recommend, they just I've closed the bloody tab looking for that movie. Um, which I have since found. I'll, I'll watch that. Um, yeah, because they've got what is it, Grave Encounters Two, which I I recommend anyway. Mm. Um, come on, keep scrolling. Keep sc- it's going slowly on me. Halloween Two, The Dead Zone. What? There's a Stephen King book for you with Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Has. Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Watch it and go. What were they thinking? Why have you done this? I you know? I haven't seen that yet, and that is on my watch list on Shudder. But the, what they were thinking was that they wanted to get away from Michael Myers and have each Halloween franchise movie a different story with different characters that happens on Halloween. And it everyone just went, we want Michael Myers back. And that's yeah. why you've got this weird one stuck in the middle. Yeah, and it's, it's odd. It's mm-hmm. just odd. And, uh, oh, God, what, what was the other one? The Lair... Lair of the White Worm. Go and watch. Movie. Go and watch that if you're a Doctor Who fan. That's one for you. <laughs> so there you go. That, is that everything we can recommend between us for this week? I think we've given people weeks of viewing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and now I have to. Yeah, and I've got to go and see this other thing anyway. Uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Well, we got to find out next week when Rick's back if he actually saw Inglorious Bastards. He's not going to oh, yes. watch it. I <laughs> gave up on that as soon as we said it. He's not going to watch it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll see. I'm not optimistic, though, but I'm not a glasses half full kind of guy, as you might have heard. So. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. looking forward to a Santa Clarita quote fest next week. So. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm not going to be here. Sorry. Oh no! I, I'm, I'm going to be in Glasgow next week at the Fright Fest Glasgow event, watching lots of films that haven't got release dates yet. So I love doing that. <laughs> so yeah, I will not be around. I'm afraid. I can't blame you. If I would, I kind of wish I was going to. So there you go. <laughs> oh well, everybody. Then we'll be back next week without Boz, but we'll probably have Rick back, and we can accuse him of not watching Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> And you can talk about, sorry, married an axe murderer without me again. We can, because we didn't do it this week. I will have to shuffle that again to next week so we get that in. I still haven't seen it, by the way. Still haven't. Really? No, not, not good. It's, it's 9.99 in really? HD, and it kind of, it's like, I don't feel like paying that, and it's 4.99 oh. on Blu-ray. I'll lend you my copy. I need to own it. It's... 
I just need to bite the bullet. Do you know what it is? I'm until there's a switch in my hand. I am being so fucking tight now. There's, mm. I have not got a tenner to blow on a film. I feel like watching because that switch has to be in my hands on March 3rd. That <laughs> has to happen. Otherwise <laughs> I don't know what will happen. So, you know, that that's got to occur. Once One of my favorite there, bands went live on Facebook last night saying, um, we're, we're, we're going to play the Nintendo switch. And so you load up the video and he's like, he's standing there. They're all in the background. And he's like, yeah, this is my ticket. My time is at this, blah, blah, blah. They're just going to reset everything. And then the video cuts off. I was like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> Did actually show us anything? Oh, I'm so excited about that as well. In fact, while we were talking, I nearly purchased thingstolookforwardto.com, which is surprisingly available, actually. And I, I feel like building a website dedicated to all the things we can be looking forward to in 2017. Just so that when we're feeling miserable with the world as it is, we can go to things to look forward to dot com and realize, oh, look, yeah, there's Star Trek coming soon. That kind of thing. Wonderfully optimistic. Isn't that a good idea? Yeah. And I've got to actually go back and buy it now before I put out the show because some kind of go and do that. So, yeah, I've got to spend a tenner on that. You see, that that was my <laughs> so I married the axe murderer money. So, yeah, that blew that. Anyway, we don't even have a, a GoDaddy offer anymore. God, that seems like a lifetime ago. You got married then when we had that, I remember, because I had to deal with their shit when I was in Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, sorry. I mean, put up different advertising banners on the website for them. Sorry. Sorry. No, they're not a sponsor and they're not going to be again. Deal with their shit. That's what I had to do. Like, come on, let's go and see Sagrada Familia. No, no, I just have to write this HTML to put up this GIF. <laughs> people are dicks. Sorry. Mm. Little, little thing there. Um, so, thank you for listening, everybody. If you feel like supporting our network, our cause, and everything else that we do, although, <laughs> uh, then you can do it at simplysyndicated.com slash everything. And that's just helping us out with six pence a month and gives you access to everything that we make, which is a crap ton of stuff. I've got a pile of do of uh, remote patrol. Trust no one's ready to go. I'm going to be posting over the next few days. So there's something to look forward to as well. I should, I, there you go. If I own the website with things to look forward to, I can put my own things on it and maybe <laughs> people will look forward to them. Then that could be a thing to mm. look forward to. Dot com. Anyway. Thank mm -hmm. you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then.